I asked the high school kids of what uh, they think of when they see ashes, and some of them put words like death, cremation, one or two put Ukraine. Uh, others put the Phoenix. We might contemplate those words today that we say when those words are placed, when that ashes placed on our forehead might reveal to us the, the meaning of ashes. Dust unto dust we shall return to the earth. Or repent and believe in the good news. So what does it mean, those words and those ashes? I think that ashes, at least in the Bible, has always been um, at times in people's lives that are a very low point, as so many uh, scholars have pointed out, whether it be Job, in the book of Job, or Adam, the first man, Eve. Um, and St. John Paul II once said, he said, man tempted by Satan, let his trust in his creator die in his heart. Something died there. And ashes, turned to ashes, his trust in his creator. And, and I think when, you know, when people in the scripture are at this low point, they, 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 it also becomes like a turning point. They realize, I, I can't go on living this way. We can't go on living this way. And so we hear those words, not only dust from dust, but also repent. Repent means turn. Turn around. Turn toward. And return to God and his beautiful way. You know, um, and, and so there, there's, there's something in us that, that we realize um, when, a, when the sign of the cross is put on our forehead with the ashes. You see, that's the good news. That's the phoenix. It's not just that we're dust and dust and return to dust. It's the cross is also rebirth like the phoenix in Christ. On the cross, there's an image of Christ and how he's looking out at the people. And the, the cross is not a divine judgment. There is a judgment day, but it's not the cross. The cross is divine mercy day. He's looking at all those people out there. And he's seeing how incredible they could be. And that if only they would just let him do those incredible things in them. And so he shows us the way. The way is uh, prayer and fasting, first of all. And the way is, uh, I like to put prayer and fasting together, is simply this. You put your arms out like this instead of like this. This, nothing can happen during Lent. This gives God the space to do incredible things in us. And prayer, first of all, um, 
you know, just pray what God wants you to do during Lent. Don't, don't kill yourself. Doesn't sound right, does it? But just let God help you to know what you're supposed to do during this Lent so he can do incredible things in you. Just ask him that Mass today, maybe for the next 40 days. And then, you know, prayer is, is sort of like guarding your thoughts because that's how we are tempted, is through our thoughts. You know, and so you know what it's like when somebody puts a thought in your head that's not true. Somebody says something about you that's not true, and that just kind of stays with you. And that, and prayer, it's like, give it to him. Let him take it from you. There's four thoughts that I think that we need to let him take from us so that we can, he can do incredible things in us. Those four thoughts I've discovered over the years are arrogance, ignorance, indifference, and finally, just insanity, unreasonableness. Just let him take those thoughts from us and nail it to his cross. And then fasting, fasting is just to you know, make our heart like his. Uh, let, let, let go of, give him space to change those patterns in our life and behaviors so that our heart can be like his. What would it be like if I prayed a hundred rosaries during Lent? I went to Mass every day. I fasted five days a week and my heart stayed the same. Maha Gandhi once said, he said, I love your Jesus, but I find very few Christians like him. And so we, we want to, whatever we do, ultimately, if you put your hands like this, you're just giving him space to work and do incredible things in us. Why? Then we put our hands like this, almsgiving. So we can do incredible things for others, whatever that may be. It may be that God doesn't need you to put in a bunch of service hours. He just needs you to be more attentive to your wife and children. Who are those people that we need to be available to? and attentive to. So this is the way. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Let Jesus just won't let go of us even if we let go of him because he wants to do incredible things in you. That's Lent. That's Ash Wednesday. That's the ashes on our forehead. Remember, Queen Esther put ashes on her, for on her head because she was interceding for her people.
in a time of war. Let this be also one of the incredible things God does for us is that we become a people of intercession for other people. Amen.